Welcome to Canine Nation. It's May 5th, 2019, and this is episode 135. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Eric Brad. Back in 2001, my wife and I had a major shift in the way we live and work with our dogs. The way we had been training wasn't working well for us and was in fact causing problems. And so we turned to more modern methods based on behavioral science and reward-based training. The beginning of my Canine Nation essays and podcasts was really about documenting our experiences with this new kind of training. In 2011, I had been writing Canine Nation essays for about a year. At that time, Caesar Milan, TV's dog whisperer, was enjoying a great deal of popularity on his National Geographic Channel show. He was also releasing books and doing personal appearance tours across North America. And it seemed a whole new branch of training evolved around Caesar Milan and what he called balanced training. I was curious, and so I did some research into this balanced training to see what it might offer my wife and I in working with our dogs. I was quite surprised at what I found. The more I read on the various websites I was finding, the more that balance training sounded much like the kind of training my wife and I did many years ago that had gotten us into so much trouble with our dogs. It just seemed like a more traditional kind of training being promoted in new ways. In preparing this podcast, I had to take some time and revise the original essay, but even though it was originally written in 2011, most of what I found back then remains true to this day. I'd be curious to know what you think. This is my essay, Dog Training's Latest Buzzword, Balance. Go to your favorite search engine and type in Balance Dog Training. You'll get pages and pages of results. It seems like everyone and their neighbor is in a hurry to offer you a balanced approach to working with your dog. And why not? It's an attractive idea and a very reasonable term. If you aren't using a balanced approach to training your dog, does that mean you're using an unbalanced method? I don't think it's any coincidence that the rapid spread of balanced dog training and balanced dog trainers coincided with the popularity of TV dog trainer Caesar Milan and his television program The Dog Whisperer. Milan has made something of a career preaching about balance in relationship between humans and dogs in television, personal appearances, and books. It should come as no surprise that other dog trainers would use Milan's popularity and terminology to promote their own services. But to me, the term balance seems pretty vague and undefined. After looking into several of these balanced trainers, it became clear to me that balance can mean different things to different people. Even the balanced trainers I found on the web define the term differently. Perhaps I should start with Caesar Milan. What does the dog whisperer consider balance to be? Well, 
In an interview with USA Today, Milan defines balance this way, quote, The one who is in control of the family is the leader, or the dominant one, or the alpha, or it's just a matter of a word. The state of mind is the same. The rest of the pack lives in a follower state of mind, unquote. Milan goes on to say, quote, In the dog's world, it's positions within the pack. So, because there is a clear understanding that there is just one that is giving direction, it's a balanced relationship. Unquote. In Milan's definition of balance, humans establish themselves as leaders of the pack and provide all the direction the pack needs, and the dogs are followers. Unfortunately, science has proven that the dog is not a pack animal in the same way as its ancestor, the wolf. But for the time being, Let's put that fact aside. Looking into this idea of balanced training, I decided to take a random sampling of the most popular results in my favorite search engines to see how trainers who call themselves balanced trainers define the term balance. I was surprised by the results. Most of the sites I visited have lengthy descriptions of their balanced training methods and some even try to invoke the terminology of operant conditioning and behavioral science concepts. But they often do it inaccurately. Here's a small sampling of what I found. One training site offers the following, quote, Our methods balance positive and negative reinforcement which promotes conscious decision-making from the dog and will ensure that your dog will respond to your first command anywhere, everywhere, and all the time, unquote. Just a quick note here, negative reinforcement as defined by behavioral science means to remove something unpleasant or unwanted in order to increase a behavior that you want from the dog. This website did not mention how they applied the unpleasant or unwanted things or how the removal actually improved behavior. Another site states that, quote, Finding the balance is the most effective way to train. You do correct for unwanted behaviors, but you always do so calmly. You are never yelling or being angry or frustrated while doing so. You do reward for the good behaviors as well, preferably with praise or a toy and only sometimes with food. The food must only be a reward and never a lure. This is all about being the pack leader and teaching them the best way they understand the same way that they teach each other, unquote. This from another training site, quote, The main elements in balanced training are negative reinforcement and positive reinforcement. Dogs live in the moment, so both reward and correction must be for the moment as well, unquote. Here again in that description, negative reinforcement is incorrectly defined as a correction. In operant conditioning terms, a correction would actually be positive punishment, the addition of some unpleasant stimulus to reduce an undesired behavior. Another site promises a response to the first cue given. Quote, Our training uses a balanced training method, correcting undesirable behavior while praising the positive. The system is called first command response. Your dog will respond to you on the first command, if you repeat commands and let your dog get away without compliance, he or she will learn to be in control and the undesired behavior will continue to get worse, unquote. And still another site says, quote, 
Your dog will learn to respond to you out of respect for you as the leader of his or her pack. You will instill this leadership role by speaking to him or her in a language that is natural to the dog and is based on instinctual wolf pack behavior, so he or she will easily understand. Our balanced methods will let the dog know the difference between wanted and unwanted behavior. We will use both positive and negative reinforcements in a manner that will increase the bond between you and your dog and get results quickly." Unquote. My reading of these websites, and several more, showed some common themes. Interestingly, one of the most common traits that these sites share is a very vague description of the actual techniques and philosophies behind the training methodology that they use. Many of these sites go to great lengths to demonstrate an association with Caesar Milan or other famous balanced dog trainers. One site I visited went into details about the trainer being taught by a dog trainer who was mentored by Caesar Milan. Another website even bills its trainer as their city's dog whisperer. Another common theme is the suggestion that corrections and a firm hand are necessary for balance. There are frequent references to either nature or dogs in their natural environment. Interestingly, dogs live in two very different ways with humans, as our pets in homes or as free-ranging scavengers in the wild. It's difficult to know what these trainers are referring to when they claim that certain behaviors must be corrected or stopped the way they are corrected in nature. The suggestion that a dog will encounter adverse situations in life is mostly accurate, but many of these descriptions sound more like justification for showing the dog who is in charge of things. Personally, I would think that providing food and water would be enough to demonstrate who's in charge. The implication here seems to be that balance is punishing the bad behaviors as much as you reward the good behaviors, that the pleasant and the unpleasant should balance each other out in some unspecified equation. There are promises, too. There is the claim that these training methods will apparently make both you and your dogs happier. Once everyone understands who's boss, life becomes easier for everyone. Most of the sites talk about how they can get you to this ideal relationship and that it will be permanent. Once your dog is trained, he is trained. Job done. In fact, some sites even offer services where you can drop off your dog and they will train him for you. Perhaps most remarkable of all is the assertion by many of these websites that their balanced methods will bring fast results. This is consistent with another main theme of many of these websites, the promise to stop any one of a number of unwanted behaviors like soiling the house, barking, or jumping. The success of the dog whisperer seems to have sparked a redefinition in dog training. But has anything really changed? A closer look at many of these balanced training websites showed me that this is mostly the same old stuff, but in a new wrapper. Corrections are now defined as using calm assertive energy or negative reinforcement, an inaccurate use of the term, by the way, and being the alpha dog has now been replaced by pack leader. In many ways, balanced training has simply become the tough love for a politically correct generation seeking socially acceptable terms for the same old correction-based training. 
As a science-based trainer, I'm frustrated by all of the incorrect information on many of these balanced dog training websites. The frequent misinterpretation of negative reinforcement is particularly irritating. What balanced trainers describe as negative reinforcement is often just punishing the dog with some form of a correction. Almost invariably, what the trainer is doing is punishing the dog for non-compliance with a cue or a request for behavior. In effect, the dog gets corrected or punished for not doing something that they may or may not understand. The dog can be punished even if they make an attempt to comply but don't get it right. Many balanced trainers warn dog owners not to let their dogs get away with non-compliance. One site even warns that non-compliance can lead to things getting worse. To me, this sounds like the canine equivalent of spare the rod and spoil the child. Balanced trainers suggest that the only way to achieve balance in training is to include a healthy dose of corrections for non-compliance along with the rewards you give for doing what is asked. Teaching a dog which behaviors we prefer doesn't have to be about eliminating all of the alternatives through corrections. If you have a choice to teach your dog what is wrong versus what you want them to do, well, which is the shorter list? Wouldn't it be easier just to reward the correct responses without a need to punish the incorrect ones? That just seems easier and more straightforward to me. And does that sound unbalanced to you? Balanced trainers may have changed the beat, but the song they sing remains the same. More than half of the sites I looked at make a point of saying their methods either do not use food or minimize its use. They suggest that your dog should work for just praise or physical affection. Many of the sites referred to clickers and mark and reward training as gimmicks, even though this kind of training methodology has been in use since the 1950s, and it's been used to train tens of thousands of animals from hundreds of different species, including dogs. They insist that the dog's compliance with commands should be mandatory and that non-compliance should result in swift and effective corrections. Otherwise, the undesired behavior could get worse. That's a song that is all too familiar in the dog training world. We used to call that traditional training. It's an interesting time in dog training. Canine research and behavioral science are making dog training much easier and much more effective. Even children can be taught to use mark and reward training methods to teach dogs. We're coming to understand that we can have a cooperative training relationship that helps our dog fit into the family without conflict rather than seeing the dog as a wild animal that is to be feared, dominated, and controlled. But where does all of this new information leave the traditional dog trainer with his choke chains and alpha dominance mystique? Not surprisingly, the clever trainer adapts. Correction becomes negative reinforcement, alpha becomes pack leader, traditional training becomes balanced training. As their business is threatened by new techniques and approaches that they don't understand, they will get louder. As new techniques produce equivalent or better results than theirs, they will try to discredit those techniques in any way that they can. Traditional trainers will likely get more vocal and defensive as reward-based techniques continue to gain popularity.
It's important to bear in mind an important fact when looking at training that uses corrections. By their nature, corrections are very rewarding for the person who's doing the correcting. You jerk on the leash and the behavior stops. You have power. You have fixed the problem. That's a good feeling. So good that you might not notice the other things your correction is doing to your dog's behavior. It's no surprise that balanced trainers are telling you that they can get you quick results. You will probably feel successful the instant you stop what you don't want in your dog. And in a few months, you may be happy that your dog doesn't seem as lively or enthusiastic anymore. Tens of millions of dollars are spent every year in North America by people who are just trying to train their dogs. Some of these people go from one trainer to another, from one method to another, in hopes of getting the good dog, like the one they had as a child or the one they saw on TV. They just want a dog to understand what they want from them. The lucky ones will find knowledgeable modern trainers who will teach them about the best ways to communicate at the dog's level, helping the dogs to understand some very human concepts but in a way that a dog can comprehend. The rest will likely end up being told that they will have to struggle with their dogs, for control or for dominance. Those balanced trained dogs may seem happy enough, but they will be put through a series of unnecessary tests and ordeals until they figure it out and the corrections will stop. When the time comes to spend your training dollars and teach your new dog, I hope you will try to see past the rhetoric and misinformation. I promise you the truth about dogs and training is out there. There are lots of great books and websites. There are knowledgeable trainers out there, too, people ready to help you develop a healthy and cooperative relationship with your dog. Chances are, your dog will spend his or her lifetime with you. That life should be as free from stress and full of fun as we can make it. You should decide how you want to live with your dog and then find a trainer who can help teach you and your dog what you need to be successful in that goal. All dogs can be trained using behavioral science and positive methods, regardless of their age, their breed, or their personality. You can teach your dog and have fun doing it at the same time. After looking into it, this idea of balanced training raised a red flag for me for three reasons. First, its practitioners are not even consistent with each other in how they define the term balanced. Second, much of what I read sounded oddly familiar to me, things that I was told many, many years ago before I learned about dogs and behavior. So it's not really new or different. And third, I'm just not a big believer in quick-fix techniques. I'm not interested in an approach to training that doesn't take my dog's motivation and her happiness into account during the training process. Now, if that makes me unbalanced, well then, so be it. But I'm certain that I'm not alone. Behavioral science and reward-based training has made working with my dogs so much easier, and my dogs and I are very happy just the way we are. If you enjoy these podcasts, why not drop by our website at caninenation.ca and you'll find dozens more to listen to. 
While you're at it, perhaps click on the donate button and offer us a dollar or five or whatever you'd like to give to help support the podcast and help us keep the lights on. Or you can support the podcast by spreading the word on social media or leaving us a review on iTunes. I'd love to hear feedback from you about the podcast. If you have any comments, stories, or questions, you can email me at talk2 at caninenation.ca. That's talk and the number two at caninenation.ca. I look forward to your comments. Canine Nation is also on Facebook. You can find our Canine Nation page where we post information about the latest articles, podcasts, and news about Canine Nation events. We also have a discussion group, the Canine Nation Forum. It's a place to discuss the podcast, the Canine Nation essays, life with dogs, and training our dogs, or just to share some information we found around the Internet. Thank you for listening. I'd appreciate it if you'd share this with the dog people in your life. I guess that's all for now. Until next time, have fun with your dogs.